thermal sound wave, wave. It's thermal sound waves, the natural alternative hey. to fast food radio. We are here. See yeah. Truth, Kev Lawrence. We got a guest that's joining us right about now who's done some things. Done some things. Yes, indeed. Um, motion picture stuff. Yeah. You know, on that type of art. A lot of independent saying? things. Yes, indeed. Yes, it helped indeed. Out a lot of people, too. That's right. That's right. So we're about to jump into all of that and get into it and find out what's going on with our guest, Mr. Mike Benz. What's happening, Mike? Hey, what's going on? Thank you. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. So, yo, Mike, all right, you know, I've seen, I know you for a while, but I never really dipped in what you do. Then I've seen some things I used to hear from other people as well about the things that you do for a lot of people. And I see that you're into filmmaking, and especially independent filmmaking. And I know with a guy like you into that, I want you to you know talk to the people about some of the things that you uh, worked on and mm-hmm. other things that you plan to work on as well. Um, well, uh, I mean, I don't want to show my age or whatever, but the first thing I ever did was I had a few scenes in the movie A Bronx Tale. Oh, you was in and, A Bronx Tale? Uh, yeah. And and the funny thing is, is that um, <clears throat> I don't smoke cigarettes. So when we was doing the movie, De Niro was, was directing it. And he was like, yo, Mike, you don't smoke? Here's a cigarette. I said, I don't smoke. He said... Nah, this movie's about the '60s. You got to put a cigarette in your hand. You know, long story short, I did the. I had a few scenes in that, and De Niro was the was the first person to give me a cigarette. So, <laughs> you know, De Niro got me hooked, and then. But now it's been 21 years that I quit cigarettes, so that's a good thing. So, um, hold wait, 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 hold on, hold on, you can't hold on, Mike, hold on, Mike, hold on, Mike, slow down, that Mike. So you were not. In any way, shape, or form, a cigarette smoker, you you didn't do like no Lucy's or nothing like that, no bogies, nothing like that. But Robert De Niro, the actor, Robert Superstar, Evan De Niro, got you hooked to cigarettes. Well, I had to do the. If I didn't do it, then I wasn't gonna be. He wasn't. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I got you. No, but I mean, yeah, yeah. Then after that, yeah, that I got into the whole Lucy's and smoking Newports and all that, but. <laughs> what kind? Do you remember what kind of cigarettes were there? Were they? You know, was it like any specific ones? Salem, <laughs> Marlboro. What the ones that they gave me? Yeah, probably um, Marlboro back then. Nah, yeah, I think they were. I, no, I think they were either Marlboro lights or I don't know. <laughs> they, wow, that yeah, helps. They, it had to. It was just the all white cigarettes. It had to be something that you know for the movie and stuff like yeah. that. But yeah, it was funny. I mean, I wish I wish we had camera phones back then because I looked like an idiot. Right. You know what I mean? All white right, everything. You know. People out yeah. there, listen. Do not smoke. Do not pick up that <laughs> habit. Right. It's, it's, it's not like good. It's been it's been twenty one years. I quit. Congratulations. So, Congratulations. Applaud that man. Applaud that man. Congratulations. Congratulations. Now, now, um, yeah. But then after that, I mean, I then um, my first my first movie I wrote, Seton Falls Park, um, is is I wrote that movie when I was in um, Sousa. And um, I was like 11 years old and I was like, I was like 11, 12 years old when I heard about, about uh, this boogeyman in the woods called Mr. Wiggly. Now, now hold on, hold on, hold on to Mike, because yeah. you're, you're talking, there's people around the world that do not know what you mean by Sousa and nothing like that. So you got to right. be a little and, more specific. And, and you got to know what Seton Falls Park is about. So, okay. so tell people about Sousa and what that is. Uh, well, Sousa was my, Sousa was my junior high school. And uh, they that's in the Bronx, in the New York. Bronx. Yeah, in the Bronx, <clears throat> and everybody heard of Joe Lewis, right? From remember, remember the movie Lean on Me. Mm-hmm. 
Joe. You mean Joe Clark? Joe Clark. You mean Joe Clark? Joe loses the boxer. Yeah. Joe Clark. That's the effects of the Lucy's. So anyway, Joe, my principal at the time was Dr. Brendel, and he was just like Brendel. You know, so everybody knew about Souza. But what happened was one day, it was Friday, it was Freshman Friday, and, you know, all the, all the seniors, they, you know, they're going to grab a freshman and, you know, make them hold their books, smack them up, whatever. So anyway, I ran in, in the back of the wood. You know, I played hooky that day. And a few seniors was like, ah, don't worry about it. Old Man Wiggly's going to get him. I'm like, who the hell is Old Man Wiggly? <laughs> so... I was in the woods the next day, uh, not the next day, the following Monday <clears throat> with a few friends from the school. And I was like, yo, they were saying something about old man Wiggly. They said, yeah, yo, there's some old man in here that, you know, he's got like a little knife and, you know, he he killed a few people. I'm like, stop. This ain't no Friday the 13th or whatever. So sure enough, we go into the woods and we saw that old man and, and he chased us and everything. And then... um I wrote a script about it, and I was like, damn, what am I going to call it? So I never knew. We always called it Sousa Woods until somebody showed me the sign that says Seton Falls Park. And then I just ended up writing this movie about uh, this old man in the woods uh, preying on couples, you know? So it's almost like a Friday the 13th in the, you know, in the Bronx. So when when did you write this, and when did it did, did this come out? Like, did you actually... Um film it and, and all that like tell us a little yes. bit background uh i wrote the movie when i was 14 15 which was like a thousand years ago and then um oh, wow. and then what i did was i was like um when i did when i did a bronx tale i even told de niro about it <clears throat> you know and he was like oh you know i would like to see it and blah 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 and then one day i was like you know what this movie business is really hard you know it's like I don't like I don't want to like ask people for money. I got to start submitting this, submitting that like what gives you the right to tell me that my movie idea is good or bad? You know what I'm saying? Like I don't care if you won awards or whatever. It don't matter, right? So I said, "You know what? I went out. I got a regular job, <clears throat> you know, whatever it was, delivering pizza, driving a cab, uh working in the movie theater, whatever it was. I hustled, I did everything legally. I never sold drugs and nothing like that. And then um, I, I put the funds together. I made some phone calls. I, I went to like different colleges. I was looking for, uh, you know, up and coming filmmakers as well. You know, that, you know, DP, you know, camera people, lighting and all that. And then I ended up hooking up with uh, with some people. And uh, we did the movie for, for Dirt Cheap. You know, hired a few makeup artists. And um, we shot the movie in... 12 days and we shot it at the park and it, it came know? it so came we out shot it in, we shot it in 12 days uh and then i had a premiere at uh bay plaza in the bronx so it, theater bay plaza this this came out <laughs> this came out in 2019 no 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 i it came out uh 2011 i, I had a premiere and then i had another premiere like uh, a few years after. Okay. So yeah, and there's yeah, there's a write up about me. So can people see the film now? How can they actually see the film? Yeah. Well, all right. So so I got two movies. After I did that one, then I sh I wrote, direct, produced another movie called Orchard Beach. Now everybody 
If you don't know Orchard Beach in the Bronx, there's one thing you do not do is go in the water. <laughs> ah, man. Come on, Mike. I'm, we trying to make the Bronx look good. Come on, Mike. Nah, the truth nah, hurts, yeah. though, Mike. Come on, uh, course, man. Yeah, but, but you know what's funny? It's funny because the year I shot Orchard Beach, my actors didn't know about Orchard Beach. And then two months after we wrapped, um, a bunch of uh, school kids... <laughs> Went to Orchard Beach. I got to find the article. And they said uh, uh, a bunch of school kids went to Orchard Beach. They went into the water and got illness. They were like stomach pains and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So I showed that to my cast members and they were they were bugging out. <clears throat> so what I did was <laughs> the only reason why I haven't really taken my films to the next level was because Orchard Beach connects with Seton Falls Park. Same okay. characters, yeah. So, so, is Orchard Beach a, a follow up to Seton Falls Park or the reverse? No, 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 no. So, Seton Falls Park is, is, um, is like I told you, it's like a fight of the 13th in the hood. But, Orchard Beach, my character play, I'm a filmmaker in the movie. Okay. You feel me? So, what happens is, I'm telling people, don't go to Orchard Beach because like my people's in the movies like yo we going to Orchard Beach I'm not, I'm not going down there <laughs> and then what happens it's a it's a zombie movie so oh, okay there, like there's one scene in the movie that I I, I get it I bump into a zombie not bump into a zombie but like I'm driving and I see this girl with blood on her face and she charges me you know what I'm saying so I record her so when I bring it back to my people's it was like yo is that is that a, a a trailer for your new movie? You know what I'm saying? So that's why it connects. Okay, gotcha. Um, but there's a... So anyway, on my Facebook, I was promoting my film. I was promoting the, the trailer, all that good stuff. And then uh, a CEO of this network called Jam Network TV uh, had hit me up. And he was like, listen, I'm doing... Um, I'm, I'm putting movies... On this channel, it's going to be like the new Netflix, but for black artists. And then I said, all right, but listen, I'm not racist, but you know I'm not black. And he said, nah, 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 nah. I watched both your movies, and they're dope. I loved it. I was like, well, I appreciate that. And he said, I want to put your movies on there. So if you download the app Jam Network TV, I think it's like $1.99 or whatever. For $1.99, you can watch whatever's on there. And both my movies are there. Now, if you say, ah, I don't want to spend whatever that is, then you can get the app free, but you can watch my movies on there. But I think they're like 99 cents or whatever like that. So, right. Okay, so my my Jam Network. That's, that's no, the... No, no, no. Um, Jam Network. Wait a minute. Jam Network TV. Jam Network gotcha. TV is where you yeah. can go get the app in order to see your film Seton Falls Park or Orchard Beach. Right, they're both on there. And I just finished, uh, which I'm still editing right now, my new movie called... Um, is that the COVID Killer? Yeah, but it's not the COVID Killer. It's actually called the BX... Uh, it's called the... It, it's either called the Bronx... I'm still thinking about it. It's either going to be the Bronx COVID Slasher or the BX COVID Slasher. One or the other. I don't know. Still oh. thinking about it. Okay, so what is that film about? Uh, so, basically, it's about... I'm playing a detective, and this now now I don't know. All right, a lot of people know the movie Bad Boys, but I don't know if a lot of people remember the movie Nighthawk. 
with Billy D. Williams and Sylvester yeah. Stallone. Okay. So my movie is Bad Boys Meets Nighthawk. Okay. And yeah, my character is like Will Smith. So in the movie, my name is Will Jordan, right? <laughs> so Will for Will Smith and Jordan because my favorite basketball player is Michael Jordan. And, um, you know, I, I have a Mercedes convertible, so I'm playing the detective and that's my car. And what did Will Smith have in Bad Boys? Remember, he drove a Porsche. So he drove Ferrari. It, he drove Ferrari. Oh, uh, for, uh, Ferrari, Porsche, whatever he had. <laughs> so, right. So my thing is, that's my character. I'm supposed to be like a quote-unquote uh, womanizer. Like, I'm the man. I got girls, whatever. But I'm a good detective. So what happens is um, <clears throat> I'm driving with my partner, and this girl comes up to me. She's a dancer, and she's like, oh, when are you going to see me? Blah, blah, blah. Next thing you know, she's dead. So it's about, um, it's basically about a dude that's just going around killing women, but the women he's killing are linked to me. You know what I'm trying to say? Oh, so wow. I'm trying to figure out who's this, who's, whoever's killing these girls that are linked to me, I must have either locked this guy up. I must have done something that this guy really wants to get, get back at me. Right. But what's happening, it's happening during the COVID. Gotcha. So that's why I'm calling it the COVID. But it had nothing to do with uh, he has COVID. No, 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 no. It had nothing to do with it's that. It's during that time period. Right, right. Okay. It's just like right. It's just like when when that movie Some of Sam. The reason it was it was called Some of Sam because it was that year and all that stuff. Right. So, yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. No doubt. Yeah. It's thermal sound waves and natural alternative to fast food radio. We're here. See Truth, Kev Lawrence. We're talking hey. to Mike Benz, actor, uh, writer, producer, um, here on the program. You can catch him. Um, if, if you're seeing like the, the old reruns of like Bronx Tale, he's up in that and uh, he has two films, Seton Falls Park and Orchard Beach that you can get if you get that Jam um, Network uh, TV, app. yeah, Jam TV Network, Jam um, Network TV, Jam Network TV app. app to uh, check yeah. out and, the, and of course he's just telling us about the um new joint that he's working on um working title is the the bronx covid killer but it may be something bronx else. covid slasher bronx covid slasher it might be something else by the time yeah. it's all done now now real yeah. quick how did you get into um acting and writing and stuff like that you were doing it since you were young how did you get into that was that something you always wanted to do or was it something that you uh, know you were into some art and you fell into it how'd you get into it um well, growing up, I was a diehard Yankee fan, so, you know, um, I was like, I want to be a baseball player. So, funny story, um, you know, just growing up, playing baseball, whatever, and my father, may he rest in peace, was like, Mike, what are you doing? I said, I'm playing baseball. He's like, why do you want to play baseball for? They're not, they don't make money. I remember in the 80s, and then, you know, this whatever, the 70s, the 80s, if you try to be a baseball player, you was not making that much money. You had to play yeah. 10 years just to make that million-dollar mark. What, they, you know what they've gotten in the last years has been ridiculous compared to what they used to get from before. What, what was that? What baseball players started getting in their latter years is right. way different from what they was making before. Before, exactly, you really right. got to have the love for this, like, severely. Exactly. Not to, not to go off topic, but... Uh, something that's funny that a lot of people don't realize. Um, what's his name? Uh, Yogi Berra, only only baseball player to ever have ten championship rings. Right? He hit three home runs in one game, 
And then once the game was over, he had to go to his second job, which he was a waiter. So imagine wow. you just finished watching the Yankees, and you're like, wow, Yogi Berra, you just hit three homers, man. Yo, you had a great game. I was there. Oh, thank you. Oh, by the way, can I get more uh, Can I get more butter for my bread? You know what I'm saying? Like, wow. that's, yeah, it's kind of tough. So <clears throat> what happened was playing baseball, I never gave up. I was playing basketball, whatever. And then um, I was around 10 years old. And I did a play in in my elementary school, PS eighty seven, and uh, I don't know. I did I did well, and people were laughing at my part, whatever, whatever. And I was like, ah, you know what? I like this stuff. So I started getting more into movies. Um, I I taught myself how to edit with two VCRs. With two so, VCRs, explain that to the people yeah. out there, because that's that's really right. old school, right there. <laughs> yeah. So. All right, so I would take my video camera, right, and um, I would record myself, uh, my mom's, may she rest in peace. So, like, I did, like, for instance, one day I came home and I was like, Mom, I need you to do me a favor. She was like, yeah, what's up? I said, I'm going to record you. I know you don't like to be recorded, but I just got to do something. She was like, okay. So I recorded us having a conversation. But what I did was I recorded her while I was speaking. So I was, my, how's your day? Blah, 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 whatever. She was just answering. Then I turned the camera on myself and I was asking her the same questions. You feel me? And then what I did was I put, uh, I would, I would take that tape out the, out the video camera. Cause remember back in the days, the big ass camera, oh, sorry, the big cameras, you got, uh, the VCR. So I took out the cassette tape. I put it in one VCR connected the other VCR and put a blank in there. I would press play and then press, re- press record on the other one. And I would stop it, fast forward, rewind, whatever. And then when I put it together, it looked like I'm asking her the questions. She's just, and then you see her answering it back to me. So I taught myself how to edit. So I basically taught myself how to do everything right, direct, all that. Um, I used to sneak on, um, movie sets. I used to be like, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm here to help out this or that. I'm doing props, whatever, whatever. And I used to watch people how they did it. So I never went to school for it. I just really taught myself. You got you got on the hands, on the job training, which is that's applying yourself. What, what people usually tell you to do anyway yeah. in, in the game. So you were yeah. doing that early and, and, and very smart to yeah, do that. Exactly. That's how you yeah. learn. Some people just say, I'll just wait for somebody to, to give me a call or respond back to a call or an email. But no, you actually went out there and figured out a way how to, like you said, get on certain sets and learn. Yeah, exactly. I never went to school for it. I never, yeah, I never like hollered at people like, yo, how do you do this? I I just said, you know what? There's no rules of filmmaking. There's no rules at all. You know what I mean? It's just- And when you say that, when you say that, what do you mean by that for people out there that might want to get into film? Okay, there's, there's no rules, meaning is when you film a movie, you don't have to put the credits in the beginning. You don't have to put the credits at the end. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to do anything like that. When you film, it's just you film. Nobody says you have to use 35 millimeter or you have to use a Super 8. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Like when people tell me, hey, what did you film your movie? Did you use it on this and this? I don't know any terminology. That's why I hire people. But now everybody's shooting on their, on their cell phones, you know, or or just regular digital cameras. So, like, if you watch movies now, 
you watch a movie and the beginning, like back in the days, the beginning, they would always have like a dope intro, who's in the movie and all that. Now, that's gone. Like that's out the window. Like 90% of the times when you watch a movie, it just goes into the, it just goes into the movie. And then at the end, you'll be like, oh, I knew that was so-and-so in the movie or you know what I'm saying? So there's no rules. Like nobody said, this is how you write a movie and this is how you, because to be honest, I don't write scripts. What I do is I just tell my actors, all right, listen, you know, this is the scene. This is what we're going to say. But if you want to say anything else, that's fine. As long as you stick to, you know, the story. So it's like like an improv. Yeah, exactly. A lot of improv. Right. Because I'm not going to write a scene of how a girl is supposed to turn down the guy. But I would tell her, you, you know, say at at least say this line. I don't care what else you say, but you got to say this line because it's important. You know what I mean? So a lot of a lot of times people are comfortable. Some people are not comfortable. You know, a lot of people need scripts. They need dialogues and stuff like that. You know, and then uh, after that, after when I did that with my first movie, I didn't know. I was watching Kirby Enthusiasm, and then I started finding out him, Adam Sandler, and and a few other people in the business. They do the same thing. They don't use scripts. Right, and the him you're talking about is Larry David. Yes. Yeah, Larry David. Yep. Right, no doubt. We're talking to Mike Benz here on the program, Thermal Sound Waves. Hit us up, 347-454-1278. Email us, thermalsoundwaves at gmail.com. Yep, yep. Right, real quick, because we're going to let you go. I know you got some things to, to get into. Um who are some of your favorites, like like right now, or just just in general that you enjoy as a filmmaker? Um, well, my all time, oh, I got a lot, but just give us a couple. My, give us a couple. All right. So if if I was to if right now if I had my if I had any type of power, my favorite comedian and act of all time is Eddie Murphy. No doubt. Got gotcha, you. Got gotcha, you. I was one. cool with his brother Charlie. Mm-hmm. You know what Rest I mean? Which peace, I miss Charlie. him. Yeah, yeah. And he was actually supposed to be in Orchard Beach. Okay. But oh, wow. unfortunately, yeah, man, you yeah. know what happened. So yeah. um, so I got Eddie Murphy. Mm-hmm. Um, now, when you go with slapstick type of comedy, you know that that real corny comedy, but you got to laugh, then um, uh, I grew up uh, Mel Brooks. <laughs> that's classic right there that's yeah, real real that's classic no yeah some people yeah. may need to really go and look at who their favorites are who they learn from yeah, yeah. that's no that's bro. that's a staple yeah. that a lot of people use use uh the techniques that he uses yeah i mean it, it's great i mean like like even like leslie nielsen yeah you know what I'm Naked Gun. Like, he was yeah. just yeah all those movies you know yeah yeah, yeah absolutely but now if you go with horror uh, I go with somebody like it's really tough because I put Wes Craven and yeah. um, and John Carpenter in the same oh, category. Well, heavyweights I mean? right there, heavyweights. Because well, the thing about that is <clears throat> it's the same thing. What I do, I don't like to show a lot of like if you kill somebody in a movie, you want people to be like, oh damn, right? Like if if you see me chopping somebody up. But you don't see it. You want people to be like, oh, my God. Right. Like they're cringing. But then if you show the body, then it's like, wait a minute, all that. And that's what happened. So you don't like to show, you know, the actual uh, you want to leave it in suspense. And they do that a lot. Like I like nowadays, I like Quentin Tarantino 
because he ODs with blood in every movie. You know, gotcha. like watch watch it watch any Quentin Tarantino movie. Yeah. You I, get I, shot I, one time and it looks like you lost like half of your blood. And yeah, you yeah, you know I, know, I, mean? I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. Exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Well, listen, we want to thank you for taking time out to be on the program, man, Definitely. and doing what you do. Um, actor, writer, producer, Mike Benz here on the program. You can check out his work, man, Orchard Beach, and of course, Seaton Halls, Seaton Falls, Seaton Falls Park, Seaton Falls Park. Right. Um, yeah. The Jams Network TV app. That's how you can get that. You know what I mean. And check out his work on there. And for more information and to check out your work and just to see some things like some video clips or what have you, where can they get at you? Well, they could get me on my IG if they want. Yeah, um, let them know. It's smooth, S-M-O-O-V-E underscore B-X underscore film underscore maker. So <laughs> that ain't that bad. Yeah. You made it seem like it's going to be some serious abracadabra. You are right, yeah. man. <laughs> Right, I do that, you know, it's long, just like my email. My email is mad long. So when I go play, they're like, what's your email? And I start telling them, they're like, oh, never mind. But, um, yeah, I got I got a lot more more movies that are going to be coming out soon. So let's see what happens. I mean, I got I got I got some stuff. I got a uh, my I got a few meetings with Netflix coming up soon. Hopefully, if not, I get somewhere else. I mean, I don't know. And also yeah. for other people out there, they want to just get like some advice on how to start and how to move and do it independent because you even went independent like you said they can hit you up as well correct yeah yeah i um i help i help a lot of people i help two of my boys and uh one of my boys actually started the uh grand concourse uh film festival and he's doing really well in that and then he he put my movies in there you know and he, every time he sees me, he's like yo i always appreciated you teaching me how to do things i i, I show anybody i'll teach anybody as long as they're willing to sit there, listen, and not just think, yo, I want to drive a, a Benz like you, or, or I want uh, $10 million in a bank, so I want to shoot a movie. It don't work like that. No doubt. You know what I mean? Right. It, it, if you're doing it for the money, don't talk to me. If you're doing it because you love movies and the art of filming, holla at me. Definitely. No doubt, man. Well, listen, thanks you once again for being on the program. Mike Benz, folks, make sure you check him out. Check out that work. Bronx COVID slasher. You know what I mean? Orchard Beach and Seton Falls Park. Yes, Seton Falls Park. There it is. There it is. No doubt, man. Enjoy the rest of your evening, night, afternoon, morning. <laughs> you gotta probably yes, that sir, wine. About you sound like he's hitting that wine. About to drink some red wine and play some Miss Pac-Man. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, no hold on, doubt. hold on. You think I'm lying? Hold up. No, I don't think you're lying. I don't think you're lying. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. No question. All right, man. All right, yeah. man. You should have did that commercial. You should have did that commercial with um um Craig Robinson. That that Pizza oh, Hut commercial. That, yeah, Craig Robinson got that same thing that I got. <laughs> all right. cocktail we were eating the pizza and stuff yeah, yeah. all right man all, all right, right thanks a lot again i appreciate it yes sir all right it's thermal sound wave thermal sound wave wave